It's Carrie. Thank you so much for joining me on this latest episode of Invisible Wounds Healing from Trauma. This is episode 17, and we're going to talk about what a healthy relationship is and what it looks like. I'm so glad that we're walking the path towards healing together. So just a quick reminder, I'm not a clinician, counselor, or physician. I'm a certified trauma support specialist with lots of lived experience with trauma. Also, the information presented in this podcast is for educational purposes only and not meant to replace treatment by a doctor or any other licensed professional. All right, let's dive in. In the last few episodes, we've talked about things like attachment styles and how trauma leaves us full of holes and how we don't know things if we didn't have healthy role models in our lives to teach us and boundaries. I've been laying the foundation to begin to talk about relationships. I'm going to start with healthy relationships because it is so important for us as trauma survivors to know what that looks and feels like. And most likely, that's something we didn't have any experience with in our lives. So when we're born, and we've talked about this, we develop attachment to our caregivers. And that's based on how we get our needs met. Whether it's healthy or unhealthy, those are our first relationships. And those attachments, either good or bad, determine how we develop relationships throughout our lives. I talked a bit in episode 16 while discussing boundaries that relationships are created in layers. When you meet someone for the first time, you know, there's usually an exchange of polite introductory conversation, you know, like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Often unconsciously, we take a measure of the other person. And that means we take in their tone of voice, their body language, eye contact or lack of eye contact, everything that our senses can take in about that other person. Depending on the situation and environment, if our senses tell us that this is a person we'd like to talk with further, you know, we might ask some general questions and see if there are any shared interests. And if we find common ground, then we connect a bit more. Then, maybe depending on how that goes, you might make plans to meet for coffee or exchange phone numbers to keep in touch. These are the first layers of building a relationship. This could be the beginning of any relationship, a friendship, business colleague, or a romantic relationship. Any relationship needs to take time to grow. I mean, it takes time to get to know another person before you begin to trust them and know that they're a safe person. As trauma survivors, our views of relationships can get turned upside down because of what we've gone through. We have those holes trauma leaves in us, and we're desperate to fill up those empty spaces in ourselves. We often don't make good choices in our relationships, or we go through many relationships, one after the other, 
and wonder why they don't work. Well, if we don't know what a healthy relationship is, how can we expect to know it? Easy answer, we can't. We won't know what it looks like. Healthy relationships are built on so many different things. So after we go through those initial building layers and get to know someone more, we can move forward, but only if certain things are in place. The first thing we need in place is trust. That's a big one. Trust is the first foundational building block of any relationship. We have to be able to trust that the other person is safe and that they won't intentionally hurt or misuse us in any way. Yes, of course, people in healthy relationships make mistakes and can hurt each other too. But in a healthy relationship, people can talk things through, admit mistakes, learn from them, and work things through together. The next big piece is respect. Mutual respect is something that goes both ways. You respect them, and they respect you. Respect is shown by listening to another's feelings, honoring their boundaries, supporting them in their goals and passions, and by speaking kindly to them. Even when we disagree with others, we do so honestly, not by belittling them or putting them down or by pointing out their faults. We understand that people make mistakes. You build each other up, not tear each other down. The other person in any relationship absolutely needs to show you the same things in return. Respecting each other takes open and honest communication, which is the next important piece. Relationships take open and honest communication between people. This also means talking to and treating each other with respect, again, even if you don't agree with each other. Healthy communication takes understanding. And with that understanding comes the knowledge that people are not going to agree with each other all of the time. But we listen openly to what the other person has to say. We feel safe to voice our opinions, thoughts, and emotions back to them and work through whatever it is together. We know that the other person is willing to work through things with us and discuss things without attacking us or using purposefully hurtful words or actions toward us. Patience is another aspect of a healthy relationship. And here again, no one can be patient all of the time, of course. However, in a healthy relationship, we take into account things that may affect the other person. Things like stress, life events, lack of sleep, environment, or anything else that can contribute to someone not quite acting like themselves. We give people the benefit of the doubt and can be flexible with our patients when someone else isn't at their best. Empathy is another important piece in a healthy relationship. Empathy is having the ability to put ourselves in someone else's shoes and understand where they're coming from. Even if we disagree with them, we're able to understand how they might be feeling. Of course, we can never understand exactly 
how another is feeling. But we can empathize and imagine ourselves in their shoes. Having empathy in a relationship helps create trust and safety with each other. Flexibility is also very important. Healthy relationships take compromise. We have to be flexible with others, allowing for people to be human and understand that others have needs that vary depending on a number of things. This flexibility, however, should not involve another person overstepping and crossing the healthy boundaries we've set for ourselves. People in a relationship have to be willing to bend and adjust to changes and growth as needed when dealing with both positive and negative issues, emotions, and challenges. Appreciation and gratitude are other important factors in any relationship. Letting another person know that we're grateful to have them in our lives and that we appreciate what they do for us can be so powerful. Little things like telling them thank you for something they did or just telling them that you're grateful that they're in your life strengthens that bond and just makes the other person feel good. Allowing room for growth is also very important. People change over time. You know, their interests and emotions, space, needs, and anything else change and vary and grow. In making sure we take an interest in and learn what's important to the other person, that's an essential part in maintaining a healthy relationship. Another important aspect is to maintain a healthy balance, an equal give and take in a relationship. You both naturally do what's needed for each other. As trauma survivors, we often give all that we have and are to another person without expecting them to do the same. Over time, that can lead to resentment and anger. Healthy relationships have that good balance of supporting and caring for each other. Resolving conflicts in a healthy way is also extremely important. We have to be willing to talk through issues that come up with respect, empathy, and understanding. We also have to respect not only another person's boundaries, but our own as well. We can clearly state how we feel about something, listen to the other person's side, then work together to come up with a solution that works for everyone. This isn't about finger pointing or personally attacking another in any way. Something else that's important in a healthy relationship is accountability or taking ownership of your own actions. We have to be willing to look inside ourselves and admit if we're wrong or made a mistake. It can be really hard not to get defensive or to try to place the blame on others. It's okay to admit that you made a mistake. We're human. We all make mistakes or are wrong about things. The other person also needs to be able to take accountability for their own actions in the same way. Another piece of a healthy relationship is forgiveness. This can feel really tricky. We shouldn't forgive another person for everything, but we need to be able to pick our battles 
and offer forgiveness to another when it's needed and earned. In a mutual give-and-take relationship, we tend to know the other person and realize that people make mistakes and will just plain mess up at times. We can give each other, when it's safe and makes sense to do so, the grace of forgiveness. This forgiveness allows us to move forward and grow. Another important component is being able to be authentically you with another. Do you feel safe enough with this other person to be yourself? Or do you put on another personality with them? An exception to this might be a business relationship. You know, we all have that business face and personality. But in a personal relationship, we have to be able to be ourselves around another. We shouldn't have to hide what we think, feel, say, and do. We also need to be able to be free to be independent and to have a sense of ourselves as a separate person. We can and should have outside interests, other friends, hobbies, and connections that support us as our own unique person outside of any relationship. We shouldn't feel like we have to define ourselves or gain self-esteem through our relationship with another person. We have every right to pursue our own passions, goals, and interests on our own just for ourselves. All of these things we've discussed, and I feel like I could go on about this topic for days. There's so much out there on healthy relationships. There's books, there's articles, there's lots of information. You can always do more research on your own. But with our trauma histories, all of this can feel completely foreign and like they are the opposite of everything we've experienced. So as I've said before, and I'll continue to say it, knowledge and understanding are the first pieces in being able to understand what healthy relationships look like. And we're building that foundation together. Remember, you have every right to be treated with respect, dignity, safety, compassion, empathy, and love. In any relationship, you shouldn't have to feel like you give everything and get little to nothing in return. You deserve to have a safe, happy, nurturing relationship with other people. Whether it's family, a friend, or romantic partner, you absolutely deserve all of these things. If you are in a relationship where you are being abused, controlled, or feel unsafe, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for help in leaving safely and for resources. If you are in immediate danger, please do not hesitate to call 911. Recognizing what a healthy relationship is takes time. It's a process. We take things that one tiny baby step at a time. We'll get there together, I promise. 
So this is where I'd like to close us out with a new exercise, something we can add to that mindfulness toolbox that we're building together. Remember, you don't have to do this now or at all if you don't want to, but you might just listen and tuck it away in your mind for future reference. We always start with our mindful belly breathing. Breathe slowly in through your nose, your belly naturally pushing out as you inhale to a count of five. Hold your breath for a count of one. Then slowly exhale out of your mouth. Your belly should naturally move in as you exhale to a count of five. Do this five times or as many times as you feel comfortable. The exercise we're going to do can be used anytime you need to connect to your body and senses. It's an easy exercise to use when you feel anxious, and it works to bring your focus and attention inward. You may play calming music during this exercise, or have it be quiet. It's up to you. Let's take a moment to trace the lines on the palms of our hands. You can begin on either palm. Take a few seconds to look at the lines on your palm. We will use our pointer finger on our other hand to trace all these lines on our palm. Use a steady, gentle pressure while tracing. While tracing, notice how it feels inside and outside of your body. What do you notice happening in your body? Are you holding any tension anywhere? If so, where do you feel it? If you feel tension in your neck, you can gently roll your neck in a gentle circle, not extending it hardly at all, but just gentle rolls to the left, to the back, to the right, and down as often and as long as it feels comfortable for you. If you notice tension in your shoulders, gently roll your shoulders to release the tension. Gently lift your shoulders up, push them forward, pull them down gently, pull them back gently in a roll. So you're rolling either clockwise or counterclockwise. Just your shoulders, whatever feels easy and comfortable for you. What can you notice outside of your body? What temperature is it? Is it warm? Is it cool? Can you hear any noise? Continue with your mindful belly breathing. You can do this for about a minute or as long as it feels comfortable for you. It's your choice. While tracing, continue with your mindful belly breathing and gently noticing any sensations in your body and releasing tension as you go along. After about a minute, or when you're ready, switch hands. 
Trace the lines on this hand. Continue with your mindful belly breathing and releasing any tension that you feel. You can also do this for a minute or as long as you feel comfortable. When you're done, do another round or two of mindful belly breathing in through your nose slowly to a count of five. Hold your breath for a count of one. Exhale slowly out of your mouth to a count of five. Do that as many times as you'd like. After you're finished, think about how it felt. What did you notice? Did you notice anything inside your body? Were you able to release some tension that you might have felt? Do you feel calmer, more grounded, more relaxed? I hope these exercises are something you found helpful, and it's more tools to add to our mindful toolbox that we're building together. And whenever you need to go to that toolbox and pull out any grounding technique or skill that we've learned, do it. It's your toolbox. It's there. You have things you can use to help you feel better right away. I've created a list of all the techniques and exercises and put them on my website, InvisibleWoundsHealingFromTrauma.com. And I'm also putting each exercise to beautiful video and music on my YouTube channel, Invisible Wounds Healing from Trauma. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel if you like what you see and hear. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. And please keep on listening. Wherever you listen, please like, subscribe, favorite, and follow me. And what you think really matters to me too. So comment on the show, any ideas you have, whatever's on your mind. You can find me on Facebook at Invisible Wounds Healing from Trauma, on Twitter at Walker 58 and my website, InvisibleWoundsHealingFromTrauma.com. Look for my new episodes dropping every Monday on all of your favorite podcast, music, and listening apps. Please take extra good care of yourself. And we'll talk soon.